Welcome to a special edition of Beyond the Text. In this unique series, we delve deep into the intellectual history of some of the world's most influential philosophers and political theorists. Join us as we explore the profound insights, groundbreaking ideas, and enduring legacies of these great minds in Beyond the Text, Thinkers. In each episode, we take you on a journey through time and ideas, from the ancient wisdom of Aristotle to the modern brilliance of John Locke, we unearth the foundations of human thought. Discover how their philosophies shape societies and continue to influence our world today. Through meticulous research and engaging storytelling, Beyond the Text Thinkers uncovers the personal lives, controversies and intellectual transformations of these luminaries. Join us on this cerebral adventure where the past meets the present and philosophy takes centre stage. So welcome to Beyond the Text Thinkers. Welcome to Beyond the Text Thinkers, where we delve into the intellectual battlegrounds of history, exploring the clash of ideas that shaped our world. I'm Samuel Woodall, and today we embark on a journey into the realms of political philosophy, examining the fierce debate between two towering figures of the Enlightenment era, Edmund Burke and Thomas Paine. Before we dive into their ideologies, let's set the stage. Picture the post-revolutionary France and the pre-revolutionary American period, a time teeming with intellectual ferment and political upheaval. It's a period where the winds of change are sweeping across Europe and the New World, challenging long-standing traditions and sparking revolutions of thought and action. In this tumultuous landscape, two figures emerge as central players, Edmund Burke and Thomas Paine. Their names echo through the annals of history, each leaving an indelible mark on the political discourse of their time and beyond. Edmund Burke, the consummate statesman and philosopher, a man of programmatic prudence whose ideas would become the bedrock of one nation's conservatism, Picture him seated in the hallowed halls of the House of Commons in Westminster, overlooking the serene waters of the Thames, his voice resonating with wisdom and caution in the face of revolutionary fervour. And then there's Thomas Paine, the firebrand of liberty, whose pen ignited the flames of revolution across the Atlantic. Paine's ideas were radical, his words incendiary. As he challenged the very foundations of British rule, and championed the cause of American independence. Imagine him fleeing down the Thames, a fugitive from the authorities, warned by none other than the visionary poet William Blake, his ideas branded as subversive and dangerous. These two figures, Burke and Payne, represent contrasting visions of society and governance. On one hand, Burke, the advocate of gradual reform and organic evolution, preached the virtues of tradition and continuity. On the other, Paine, the fervent advocate of radical change and individual liberty, is unafraid to challenge the status quo and dismantle the structures of oppression. As we embark on this exploration of ideas, I would like to acknowledge the guidance of Mr John Matthews, who led me down the path of the rich tapestry of intellectual history that we are about to unravel. Join us as we journey beyond the text, into the heart of the debate between Edmund Burke and Thomas Paine, where the clash of ideas 
reverberates across the centuries, shaping the world we inhabit today. As we continue our exploration of the intellectual battlegrounds between Edmund Burke and Thomas Paine, in this part we will turn our attention to Burke, a figure of cross-cultural complexity whose ideas continue to shape political discourse to this day. Edmund Burke, a man of Anglo-Irish heritage, straddled the worlds of Protestantism and Catholicism, a rarity in the upper echelons of society during his time. From this rich tapestry of religion, ideas and culture, Burke crafted his unique perspectives on matters of governance and revolution. When it came to the American call for independence, Burke's stance was nuanced. He sympathised with the grievances against the empire, but advocated for a reasoned and pragmatic approach to departure. For Burke, the ills of empire were evident, particularly in his scathing critique of the East India Company. However, he remained wary of the radical visions that had been espoused by the French revolutionaries. In his seminal work, The Reflections on the Revolution in France, published in 1790, Burke offered a profound critique of the overthrow of customs and tradition. He believed that progressive reforms must be anchored alongside existing societal structures rather than demolishing them in the pursuit of abstract ideals. Burke feared that such radicalism would lead to chaos and tyranny, as evidenced by the terror in post-revolutionary France. Burke argued for the importance of relying on the accumulated wisdom of past generations to supplement the reasoning of the present. He emphasised the need for principles, institutions and practices that had stood the test of time, guiding society toward more well-thought-out statecraft. While Burke recognised the necessity of societal improvement, and the evolution towards more democratic tendencies, he advocated for gradual change led by the learned and well-versed. His vision of constitutional monarchy as a vehicle for reform positioned him as a progenitor of one-nation conservatism, laying the groundwork for future political thinkers like Benjamin Disraeli and Michael Oakeshott. Yet Burke's language at this time revealed a disdain for the masses, casting them as ignorant and swinish. This conservative perspective, while advocating for gradual reform, also underscored Burke's belief in the importance of an educated elite guiding the transformation of society. Thomas Paine, a man of humble beginnings and numerous failures in his early life, emerged as a fervent advocate for revolutionary change. While supportive of the American Revolution, Paine's fervour far surpassed that of Burke's, evident in his revolutionary manifesto, Common Sense, which rallied American troops against British rule. Paine's seminal work, The Rights of Man, further solidified his legacy as a champion of liberal ideals, as he sought to dismantle the institution of monarchy, exposing it as fraud and an imposition on society. Rejecting tradition and ritual, Paine viewed monarchy as a parasitic force, draining the lifeblood of the populace. For Paine, 
The calls for gradual reform were nothing but the patronising gestures of an elite who pitied the plight of the common people while perpetuating their oppression. He famously quipped that those who advocated for gradual change pity the plumage but forget the dying bird, condemning them for preserving the status quo at the expense of meaningful progress. Payne's message resonated deeply with the working class, who saw, in his words, a rallying cry for emancipation from the cruelties of their existence. Rejecting the notion of petitioning for rights, Payne asserted that individuals should seize their rights through rebellion, judging the legitimacy of society by the achievements of its rebellious politics. Central to Payne's philosophy was the primacy of reason over tradition. As he famously declared, reason obeys itself, ignorance submits to whatever is dictated to it. He envisaged a society built upon the Enlightenment ideals of reason and rationality, where individuals only obeyed a social contract when it aligned with their own rational interest. While Paine's vision of a liberal social contract would take time to materialise, his ideas laid the groundwork for a gradual turn toward reason and ideals over ignorance and tradition. The subsequent waves of reform from the Great Reform Act of 1832 to women's suffrage in 1918 marked a slow but steady march toward a more inclusive and enlightened society. So as we conclude our exploration of the clash of ideologies between Edmund Burke and Thomas Paine, it's essential to reflect on the lives and influences of these two towering figures of the Enlightenment era. Edmund Burke, born into a cross-cultural Anglo-Irish background, brought a nuanced perspective to his political philosophy. His support for gradual reform and reverence for tradition positioned him as a champion of conservative thought, advocating for the preservation of societal structures while acknowledging the need for evolutionary change. Burke's writings, particularly reflections on the revolution in France, continue to shape conservative discourse, emphasising the importance of prudence and continuity in governance. On the other hand, Thomas Paine, hailing from a background marked by setbacks and failures, emerged as a relentless advocate for radical change. His impassioned writings, such as Common Sense and the Rights of Man, inspired generations of liberals, challenging the legitimacy of monarchy and championing individual rights and freedoms. Paine's rejection of tradition and his emphasis on reason and rationality laid the groundwork for progressive movements and advocating for social justice and equality. While Burke and Paine stood on opposite ends of the political spectrum, their legacies continue to intersect and influence contemporary debates. Burke's cautionary approach to change and emphasis on tradition resonates with conservative thought, providing a counterbalance to the impulse for radical transformation. Meanwhile, Paine's advocacy for liberty and equality serves as a rallying cry for progressive movements seeking to challenge entrenched power structures and expand individual freedoms. Ultimately, the clash between Burke and Paine represents a fundamental tension within political philosophy. The balance between tradition and progress, stability and change, their respective visions continue to shape the discourse of our time, reminding us of the enduring relevance of Enlightenment ideals and the ongoing quest for a more just and equitable society. Thank you for joining us on this journey through the intellectual battlegrounds of history on Beyond the Text. Until next time, 
Keep questioning, keep learning, and keep discovering the intricate intellectual threads that lie beyond the text.